What's going on, everyone? Do you want to make more money betting the same player props you're betting right now? If the answer is yes, you have to check out Thrive Fantasy. Online, thrivefantasy.com or download the app. Thrive Fantasy allows everyone out there to make a whole lot more money betting player prop parlays. Here's how it works. Every other website that I've ever found, uh, they calculate parlays like they should calculate parlays. They see what the prices are and they put it in. Thrive Fantasy actually has fixed payouts. So it doesn't matter if any of these player props are priced minus 120, minus 130, even minus 150 on other sports books. Thrive Fantasy is going to pay you as if they're all priced minus 110. So make more money betting player prop parlays with Thrive Fantasy. Trust me, you're going to thank me if you sign up. You can make a whole lot more money making the same bet you're, you're uh, making right now. Online or download the app Thrive Fantasy. Put in promo code SBD for a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's Thrive Fantasy promo code SBD. What is going on out there? How we doing on a Monday? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Today is May 2nd, 5-2-22. How we doing out there? How was your weekend? How did we do betting the games this weekend? Uh, Hopefully you guys jumped on a couple of our picks on Monday's show. uh, What we're going to do today, we do every Monday, recap our weekend picks, go over our record, our total record, and then talk about a couple takeaways that we had in the world of sports betting. So we'll do all that on today's show. Remember, if you want to start betting VIG free, you've got to sign up at betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com. Put in promo code SBD when you're signing up for a free 20 bucks. And it is different than your classic sportsbook experience, but you're going to love betting with no VIG, right? Get rid of the minus 110, get rid of all the house edge and start uh, betting really with no disadvantage. So sign up online, betteredge.com. Use promo code SBD for a free 20 bucks. All right, so let's get it. Uh, let's get to it. The weekend picks. We were seven and one over the weekend. And look, I th- this goes with the territory, okay? Whenever I'm hot, I don't hear a goddamn word. Whenever I miss, you know, seemingly one game, there's a whole bunch of people on Twitter and wherever, you know, chiming in, you know, uh, oh, you idiot. Who could ever pick the, you know, this team in this situation? You're a moron. Are you idiot? Or I'm never, my favorite is I'm never listening again, right? I am never listening again. You are a moron. I'm getting my picks from. It's like, okay. Okay. And then I have a seven and one weekend like this one, right? What do we have? Like three, four weekends ago, 10 and one. It's like nothing, absolutely nothing. Like, did I? Did everyone stop listening? Did anyone know what's happening? Because I can see the numbers. I can see the ratings. I can see who's listening. It's that when you get winners, no one cares. Yeah, it's expected. When you get one loser out there, it's like, yeah, it's got to know what the hell he's talking about. So, look, I guess it's refreshing to know nothing's changed, right, in that whole world. So, I don't know. Look, this is what I like, okay? We give winners. We get hot. That's how it goes. But it's just hysterical to me, you know? Everyone always, I lost my paycheck. I lost this on a game. I spent all this. Well, are you going to send me money when we're winning? Are you going to send me money when we're hot? Doesn't seem to work that way. Seven and one over the weekend. On Friday, we gave out two games for Saturday morning. Those both hit. We had Burnley draw no bet. And we had a, a parlay, Liverpool and Man City. Uh, Saturday morning on our Saturday quick picks, we gave out the uh, Miami Marlins. They won. Gave out the Colorado Rockies. They won. Also gave out the New York Mets. 
and they lost against Philadelphia on Saturday. That was our one loss of the weekend. And then on Sunday, we had Colorado again, minus 160. We had Golden State money line. How about that? Golden State avoiding the minus two and a half, taking them only money line. That's exactly why. And look, I'm not going to act like we knew for a fact that Golden State was only going to win by one, but it's called pattern of distribution, okay? When you get a, a, a pattern of distribution, like we saw from Memphis Golden State game one, a lot of the results on my computer showed Golden State winning by one, Golden State winning by two, Memphis winning by one, Memphis winning by two. So getting rid of that, um, I'd say uncertainty, really helped me evaluate the need to bet Golden State money line and not on the spread. So I wouldn't always do that, right? Yeah, there's a lot of you out there who just always naturally gravitate towards that, but uh, it was worth it for that game. And then finally, we wrap things up with uh, the Philadelphia Union in the MLS. Uh, double chance or plus a half, and I believe they won outright at Nashville. So that's a 7-1 in weekend. Total record, total public record for our picks given out. 355 wins, 269 losses, and 33 ties. That's good for a 56.89 win percentage, but wait, that's not everything because most people, whether it's in the media, podcast, radio, whatever, okay? Yeah, those are both in the media, right? <laughs> but my point is, a lot of people out there, they just give you your their winning percentage. But that's not actually the important number. What the important number is is the break even percentage, okay? If every bet we make, let, let's just let's just walk through this, okay? If every single bet we make is pick them, even money, not minus 110, but even money. You bet 100 to win 100, okay? If every bet that we make in our career is a pick them, that means we have to be 50.1% to be profitable, right? Because uh, a pick them where you bet 100 to win 100 is an implied odds of 50%, right? You're going to win half, lose half, and you're going to pay exactly what you what you. Uh, would lose or you're going to win what you would lose. Okay. So over the long run, you're not going to win anything or lose anything. But if you're now going 50, you know, 0.1%, or let's just make it a little more easy to, to understand. If you, if you go 51%, you now theoretically have a 1% edge over the house. You're profitable. Okay. Because of the break even percentage, because every bet you made is pick them. Well, let's now pretend that every bet you make is minus 150. Okay, the implied odds or the break-even percentage for minus 150 is 60%. So let's say now that you've every bet you made in your career is minus 150, but you're advertising to everyone that you're a 58% better. Well, on the surface, that sounds good, right? I mean, 58% better, but your break-even percentage is 60%. So you're actually a losing better, pretty substantially losing better too. Because your break-even percentage is 60%. It's not about your, your, your percentage. Anyone can have a good percentage. It's about your break-even percentage. What kinds of bets are you making that has got you to where you are in your career? So in our career, as I said, uh, we've got a 56.89 win percentage. And this is not our career. This is our, our public picks we've given over the podcast. 56.89 win percentage. Our break-even percentage is 53.94%. Okay, so what that means is the average bet we're making is right about minus 117.1. So it's higher than the classic minus 110. Okay, but that's important to, to notate and to remember because without that, you know, my winning percentage of 56.89 means absolutely nothing. Zero. You've got to have a break-even percentage. So once again, our total win percentage, 56.89. Break-even percentage, 53.94%. All right, takeaways from the weekend. 
right, I want to start off with this one because what I'm finding doing my deep dives in, in baseball, handicapping baseball, finding a little bit more every day, and this is going to sound crazy for you staunch baseball handicappers, but one thing I'm finding is that righty-lefty matchups are actually, I think, being overlooked. Now, not entirely overlooked, but here's what I think's happened. I think baseball has gotten so complex. The people who win in baseball, you can't win betting baseball without a computer model. Okay, I, I strongly believe that. I think it is possible to win a little bit in like soccer or uh, maybe even a little like like college basketball, right? Without your own model, I believe that. But there's so many numbers. Baseball is such a number-based game, and there's so many available numbers to use that without some way of, of wrangling all this data in and using the data effectively, you can't just handicap you know, off a couple websites and think you're going to win long-term in baseball. So what I think has happened is the numbers guys, you know, even dating back to Moneyball, the numbers guys have been taking baseball over for the last couple decades. And in my opinion, that has bled over to the sports betting world. It's not just the people running the sport, it's the people betting on the sport as well. So... Those who are controlling the market in baseball have become so fixated on advanced stats and, and advanced metrics and all these crazy stats that aren't even kept publicly that I think something as simple as righty-lefty matchup is actually being overlooked. They think, and when I say they, it's the collective wisdom of the market, they think that that's too simple of an answer. They think that if it's as simple as righty-lefty, oh, there's got to be a hundred more advanced stats that, that are more telling than that. But I actually think that we've gotten to a point where it's overcorrected itself and we're undervaluing or under-evaluating the righty-lefty matchup. Now, you have to do a whole lot of homework besides that in each game, but I'll tell you what, if you're a rookie handicapper in hockey or in, in, in baseball, excuse me, that's a great place to start. Is there a righty or lefty on the mound? And again, I know that seems way too elementary, but I think actually that could be why this is happening is it seems so elementary that people just don't value it anymore. People betting on baseball would rather use other stats. So look, I'm going to keep doing more homework on that. I'll bring you up to date on what I find the next couple of weeks, but I have seen early signs that that is happening in Major League Baseball. All right, uh, other takeaway from the weekend. This one's really important. So I heard way too much on TV, on a couple of YouTube channels, you know, like just talking baseball in general this weekend, I heard way too much of this. Quote, they're not going to sweep them, are they? You know, it's this whole idea of the sweep being so monumental. And a lot of handicappers, and let's face it, a lot of media pundits will uh, evaluate a game or, or you know project what's going to happen in a game based on that, right? I heard this a lot with the Rockies hosting the Cincinnati Reds this weekend. It was like the Rockies are 2-0 against the Reds. They're not going to sweep them, are they? I mean, are, is Cincinnati really going to get swept? And I know it's not the best example because Cincinnati is like horrible this year. My point is the assumption by saying that, right, the, the, the nonverbal thing that you're communicating is, well, the Reds are going to give an all-out effort here. And the Rockies, having won the first two, maybe they take their foot off the gas a little bit, okay? That's the implied, that's what's implied, when people say, when people start talking about the sweep, well, it doesn't take a whole lot of data and homework to go back and look historically and say, okay, historically, the last five years, last 10 years, even the last 15 years we can do, how often 
is a team who's up 2-0 going into the final game of a series. How often do they underperform, right? If they're minus 150, they should win 60% of the time. If they're plus 150, they should win 40% of the time. Okay, it's all expectation. Another way to look at a point spread or a money line, it's simply expectation for this game, okay? So if we look historically, it's very easy to tell. Is there a dip from the team who's 2-0 going into the third game? Or there's four-game series, too. If you're 3-0 and heading into the fourth game of a four-game series, we looked at that as well. But the point is, if you're about to sweep a team, do you take your foot off the gas? And if you're a team who's about to be swept, do you give more effort? Do you have a higher incentive for more motivation? And the answer is very simple. No. <laughs> it's about as simple as I can make it. What I've found historically is there is no correlation to teams who are about to get swept, winning at higher percentage than they're expected to, or playing harder. I have found nothing in the data that supports this. Absolutely nothing. So how should you handicap these games? You should just handicap like it's a normal game. Ignore the first two games. Handicap each game individually. Now, look, we still have to look at road trips and, and, and certain things that are happening and, and whatever. I'm not saying you just ignore the state of any given team. What I'm saying is that exact handicapping point. A team who's up 2-0 going to the final game, they don't take their foot off the gas. There's, they don't win any less than we expect than we would expect them to historically. And teams who are down 2-0 or you know 0-2 or 0-3 heading into the final game of a set, they don't try any harder or win any more than they're supposed to. So that's just a myth. If you hear anyone say that, that's false. It could could not be any more untrue. That doesn't happen. It hasn't happened. And I don't expect it to start happening suddenly in 2022. All right, so those were my couple of takeaways from the weekend. But look, that's that's an important one. Is if you're handicapping with the sweep and the motivation, don't. You're you're doing yourself a huge disservice. Um, so those are my takeaways from the weekend. NHL hockey starts tonight. Let's go! Woo! Get excited! NHL playoffs start tonight. So ready for that. Um, I'll give a series price out. Look, I'm betting a lot of hockey, but we just ended up seven in one weekend. Let's let things rest for a little bit, okay? Uh, with the picks, but uh, I will give a pick for a series price. Uh, Carolina is currently minus 120 for the series. Uh, let me get my notes here. Carolina minus 120 for the series. I've got Carolina winning this series 65.5% of the time. So if we go to our converter, 65.5, I've got this series price, Carolina, roughly minus 190. This is a huge bet for me. I think we've got a decent edge. And yes, Carolina plays tonight. If you want to use two and two and go ahead and bet them tonight, so be it. But I like Carolina against Boston. I think Boston is got getting a lot of public money. Look, I think people just like to bet Boston in general. The, the Bruins have been so good for so long. I think that they they garner a lot of that money. And, and let, let's let's face it, the public does have an impact on the NHL playoffs. There's not enough people, in my opinion, or from what I see in the market, who are betting the the the, the playoffs professionally to move the market themselves. This is where you get a lot of squares, a lot of people who are coming in late betting. Uh, coming in late is and they haven't bet a lot of hockey this year. You know, maybe betting the Bruins on the on the on the series price or whatever it may be. And I understand each team has their kind of their you know their injuries and they're going through their own things right now. But for Carolina to be minus one twenty, I think we've got some value there. So we will give out a series price Carolina Hurricanes to beat Boston the series. Uh, the current price is minus one twenty. We like it uh, all the way up to let's say minus one forty. Minus 145 there. But either way, NHL playoffs start tonight. That's always exciting. 
And uh, good luck with whatever you have going on today or tonight, whether it's some baseball, some hockey, some basketball. Hope you catch some winners, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.